A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello one and all and welcome to Behind the Glass, the podcast that aims to take you behind the scenes of the automotive and, I guess, automotive social media scene. I'm San. I'm, uh, San? I'm yes. San. Hi, I'm San. I'm, I'm Stan. Stan. I'm, I'm Stan, Stan Lane. <laughs> um, hi, I am Sam and I run the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass and I'm also your host for this podcast today. I'm joined by a guest that I've been trying to not only get on this podcast for way too long, but also get onto my channel for way too long, Mr. Jamie FYD. Hello, how are we? How are you doing? I'm pretty good today, mate. Thank nice you so much for coming. Down. Thank you for coming to my kitchen. Oh, yeah, it's a lovely kitchen. Well, you say you this, know. it's very messy today. <laughs> yeah, it at the really moment, is. there's like satsumas on the table. Yeah, you I know, haven't it's... been here for about three months. Yeah, I'm really not my surprised. Has I'm spread surprised out. you've got furniture, yeah, yeah. if I'm honest. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Considering you never spend any time in the UK. <laughs> I thought some squatters would have moved yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, this is our TV. Yeah, now. <laughs> it turns out my sister's the squatter and she's just literally trashed this place. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, just push them. There's high heels all over the place. That's it, that's Some it. of those are mine. Anyway, <laughs> um, before we get into things, uh, let's give a bit of an overview for people that may not have come across you or your channel before. Yep. What is Jamie Fyd? Who is Jamie Fyd? Tell me everything. Um, so basically, the channel's based around modified car reviews. Um, so the insight into the modified car scene, um, a little bit more of the affordable cars that people can get on board with. Any price range can get on board with the cars that I feature. Um, and anything from, you know, the standard cars that you can go and buy, you know, from the showroom to ridiculously modified stuff that half of it shouldn't be on the road, which is just awesome to drive. But it's stuff like that that I wanted to do, like a, a broad scene, um, really capture what people are into, um, modified car-wise, and, and focus on the weird stuff, the the stuff that really you know, sets it apart from the stuff that you would usually see. Um, anything from rat rod beetles with about 20 inches chopped out of the roof all the way to ridiculous Evos with, you know, the biggest body kits you've ever seen in your life. So everything in a broad spectrum and slightly normal stuff as well. Stuff that people can get on board with, young cars, for young driver's cars as well. Um, try and focus on um, people that uh, necessarily coming into um, their first years of driving, jumping into those cars and then going back to when you were 18 and thinking, do I like this? Is this something that I want to sort of, you know, show people what it's all about? And, you know, the, the cheaper end of the market that, you know, your your insurance may be four or five thousand pounds, but the cars are like 500 quid. So I want to jump into those because they're unfortunately the ones that, you know, at that sort of age, you're able to um, insure. Insurance as well is one of those things that I try and cover here, there and everywhere. Um 
but yeah, insurance is down, yeah. down to you know where you live and how many people you've killed and all that. So stuff. many variables, yeah, so many variables. But you exactly. know what? This is absolutely what I love. We we first met, funny mm. enough, at uh, Goodwood Sunday yeah. Yeah, something service, breakfast, yeah. Sunday service. And I was like, they yeah. seem for a glass over there. <laughs> Quick, run over. But you know what? It wasn't where you would traditionally be found these days. No, not really. Uh, not you, at all. We bumped into each other and you yeah. said, "Hey," and we started chatting and we got on very quickly, very easily. Yeah. And you said, oh, look, "I've got this YouTube channel," mm. um, and I went obviously checked it out that evening but it was all modified accessible yeah. cars of which there aren't always a ton on display yeah. at Goodwood Sunday exactly. Services Goodwood's or uh, yeah. Goodwood they're often Sunday super cars or yeah. you know collectible cars yeah. um, and so I was really like this is amazing this mm. is the thing because I've been saying it for so long and I've talked about it on this podcast before the fact that the automotive YouTube scene is crying out mm. for avenues or for narratives that are not around supercars. Yep. Because, don't get me wrong, I love supercars. And I know I that think secretly, we all do. you do too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely love one. Would love a Lamborghini yeah, exactly. and stuff. Don't it, get me wrong. It's amazing, but... To be a petrol head, you don't have to love supercars. Yeah. There are plenty of other supercars out there. And there mm. are also very interesting groups of people and, yeah. and hobbyists and, and passionate people that are into cars and own amazing cars that aren't exactly. your traditional This is supercars. exactly it. Yeah. So I was super excited when I first discovered you. I then bumped mm. into you again yeah. a few months later. Because <laughs> I was stalking him. Yeah. <laughs> Outside my house. Outside your at house. At 11pm at night with yeah. binoculars. And I was in my car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and a scene that was definitely more you're seeing which was uh simply japanese yeah simply japanese at Bewley. Um, simply yeah. japanese at Bewley. We, you we, were definitely we were, in your element yeah we were talking you know chatting have a bit of banter on the channel and then in the distance like, who's <laughs> that was, guy oh he's him over there right and obviously you know you being in that situation in that sort of place you were set apart from the other people that was there and it was like okay we need to talk to him to see what's going on, you know. Um, <laughs> but it was quite nice thing. to see you there, though. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah I mean, definitely. Because for sure, it's a very weird... Uh, you know, YouTube's a weird thing. Yeah. Because fundamentally, before YouTube, I was just... I am just a petrol head. I just yeah. like cars. Oh, yeah, I like yeah, all yeah. cars. And my first car was a 2002 Volkswagen Mark IV Golf 1.4 litre. Oh, 1.4. I took it straight to Halfords. <laughs> yeah. I had like chrome Put air vents on, on the air yeah, conditioning. Like, you know, that, because that's what you do, isn't it? Like mm. if you're into your cars, you just get whatever you can afford. You yeah. spend as much as you can on whatever you can afford okay. and then trick it out. Mm. Um, and it's only now that because of this bizarre world of YouTube, I've ended up in this kind of like slightly more supercar expensive yeah, world. That's it. And a lot of the views are there mm. because people yeah. type in Lamborghini to the search yeah, terms and it's it. sort of clickbait. And mm. don't get me wrong, I love it. And I love being in and around it but that doesn't mean i don't like yeah. modified civics oh <laughs> you know what I mean? like the thing is it's it's down to when i started my channel i was going on to youtube and seeing a lot of stuff that i didn't i couldn't afford sure and couldn't i was like relate to. oh 99 of the other people can't afford it either why is no one targeting an audience that they can afford these cars and like don't get me wrong i get a thrill out of seeing aventadors and you know all this sort of stuff it's really really cool i just wanted it to i wanted to expose how special or how ex- exciting some of these, you know, lower end of the market cars could be. Sure. And then if you wanted to throw a turbo on it and, you know, trip the interior out, do whatever you wanted to it, capture that on video and show people why you would do this, why you would go and spend your money, you know, playing with these cars. Um, you know, I think that's the, the broader spectrum is people um, do take that on board when they see something like that because, uh, you know, you do see a Lamborghini in London and it's like, oh, that's really, really cool. But 
am I ever going to get that? Am yeah. I ever going to be able to oh. even experience how that sounds? It feels so feels, unobtainable, yeah. doesn't it? You and know? even for me, like I've I've driven a couple, but I still feel it's like it's an unobtainable thing that I don't get a chance to really ex- get excited about anymore. Sure. Um, but if I jump into something that I know I probably could afford to modify or, you know, do something or something that's running twice the brake horsepower that it should be, um, then, you know, you, you get a sense like, oh, this is, you know, X amount to get that sort of performance in your life. Um, you know, you need to really jump on board with that and then get a sense of thrill from that. Yeah. Because you may never get the sense of thrill or you'll be lusting for the other thrill. And you'll never get it. And I hate if I if I if I if that have happened to me, I'd be like so heartbroken that I never got a chance to do that. So you know, it's not lowering your expectations or anything, but just being realistic as to what's around you. Um, but you know, you can go on driving days. You can go and drive Lamborghinis oh, and Ferraris. Oh yeah, it's, it's really good. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with owning one. I would own one, <laughs> but I'd probably cut a big body kit into it. And I, I hate the internet. No, no. Would hate me no, for no, doing honestly, it. Honestly, I would love you. I would applaud <laughs> yeah. you. I go look the at this idiot in who's the, put a Liberty Walk kit on his 488 all day long. All day long, <laughs> I would absolutely destroy the value of the car. I would not be able to get over speed bumps. It would be amazing. But the thing is, I honestly feel like now this could be a controversial statement, but I think with let's say an affordable car because mm. a 10 grand Fiesta yeah. is still unaffordable to a lot of people but it let's say is, um, yeah. it's much more yeah. affordable yeah. than a 200,000 oh, pound Lamborghini yeah. um, I feel like you could almost bond with these cars a bit better especially yeah. a car that you're working on modifying mm. building you know something that's your own you're putting your artistic stamp on it in yeah. a certain way that's it exactly unfortunately uh, as much as you might say oh well, look people are modifying Lamborghinis these days mm. they're not really they're going no. onto a website and they're, they're going clicking buy I want now. DMC kit <laughs> yeah. they're clicking it it gets bolted <laughs> on by Yanni and yeah. off they go like, <laughs> that's it. I, I respect that because of when course. I do see something you know a wide body Cayenne or whatever I'm like oh that's sick I'd love that but I'd like to do something myself yeah like, you know, bolt it on myself or at least be a part of the build process for um, sure and I'm completely to blame for this like I stuck yeah. a pointless wing on an F type you know what I mean like, like honestly like, I'm yeah. one of these douchebags like, yeah I modify my cars yeah I've done that I've just put a spoiler on it but the, the, the interesting point that I find is that from a sort of you know connecting point of view mm. for sure the car that I've connected with least in my life was the McLaren it that was, is such a shame for you me. You know what? It's, but what an awful and upsetting thing to say. Like, Let's be honest. You've gone out there. You've gone, yes, I'm going to spend X amount on this car. And you may, for the first time, think, yes, I've got this and it's happened. And then slowly you start to think, this isn't as good as I want it to be. Something's missing. Something's missing. And I, I'm a big fan of straight through exhaust systems yeah, and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I want it to be ridiculous if I'm going to spend X amount of money. Sure. I want it to be out of this world. And I do, unfortunately, fall into the same category where I'm like, oh, another one. Yeah. Oh, it's the same. Oh, it's a different colour. And it's like, it's a bit of a shame that I'm not necessarily like that, but I feel that way towards some. But then when you do see, you know, a wide body little Fiesta that's running 300 brake horsepower, you think, God, he's sat on his driveway doing that. Like, what a legend. Supercars, unfortunately, have become so common, whether it's through social media or on the street, that we've all become a bit blasé and it's very hard for them to feel special now. You know, even if I went, I remember, to the supercar driver secret meet earlier in the summer, Mm. which is probably, I don't know, 500 of the world's greatest yeah. super. They had a chew on there, for God's yeah. sake. <laughs> and it's the place where 
People do not bat an eyelid at a 675 LT McLaren. People don't even care about mm. an F40 because there were seven of them. That's just and insane to me. It's quite ridiculous. Whilst yeah. I guarantee you, if you turned up there in an incredible skyline mm. or I don't know what. Just like, something so different people from like, that. Oh, what's that? Oh, what's this? Because you just yeah. don't see it. And I feel like there's much more creative freedom mm. at least with cars of that budget and people have more imagination mm. um, and there was just something when you're spending all of the money you are on a supercar mm. it's a lot of money to mm. anyone I don't care if you're a shake bin yeah. boo boo you still think of it as an X amount of money yeah, whilst it. if you're buying something which again for yourself you know it could be £10,000 that could still be a lot of money for somebody mm. but it, you know it, it's it feels, I don't know, there's something different about it for me. Yeah. I, I, I could be it wrong. It seems like, to fall into the category of what you 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 have and cherish it more than just having it. Yeah. Um, money yeah. can buy you that, whereas sometimes you have to have an imagination with your budget to actually get something you want. Um, and that makes it quite exciting for me because if you are, you know, minimum wage and that, and that's, it's, it's cool that you're going out there and you're working, but if you've only got that amount of money, then that's all you've got to spend. Sure. Your imagination then comes into it and you make the little bits, you make the £20 side skirts you want to. And like, I appreciate that more than someone looking for a catalogue that looks at their bank account with XXX, you know, millions of pounds in the bank and going, yeah, I love that, 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 bring it around. And like, I, I prefer that because you feel a bit more grounded and you're into the cars more than just having it as a thing. Sure, um, sure. I look. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely one on the hypocritical side, and there are <laughs> there are tons of people out there yeah. with lots of money who are incredibly passionate. Yeah, love their oh, cars, have one of everything. Like yeah. so, so for sure, take everything we're saying with a pinch of salt slightly. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is, I love everything Jamie's doing. Yeah. But <laughs> I think, I'm, I'm not slating the car scene. You know, the upper car scene. Sure. Because if I was in that position trust me i would be doing it as well absolutely but, it's but let's just, not I forget would, yeah forget that i would be doing stupid things with the money and the cars sure i wouldn't just have it as a normal thing i would have to do something so stupid to it to set myself apart from the rest yeah to do something a bit more with all of this money that you've put into a car i want it to like really be a showstopper to be like that's my car and it would be such a shame if in london yeah. on your first drive you put up at the traffic lights next to an identical car yeah. which is what happened to in. me yeah and yeah exactly <laughs> the first day i drove in a 540c i was like yeah. this is so cool and it wasn't actually an identical car a 675lt spider yeah cruised up behind me and i was like mm. Well, I feel a bit poop now, don't yeah, I? Like, you know, it. like, that car's better. I like yeah, that one. That's it. Um, it's anyway. a shame you felt yeah. like that. I, I know. I, I see that's a shame. But, um, you know, you live and you learn. And it was an mm. incredible car and it will forever be my first supercar. And what mm. an experience. And I have so many incredible memories. But just looking back now, I realise of all the cars I've been lucky enough to own in my life, including an Audi A6, 4.2 oh, litre V8. Oh, Hello. S6 Hello. on it. Yeah. That was the dream. <laughs> um, uh, it's just the car that I really uh, didn't, didn't, have a true bond with mm. but anyway we're getting philosophical we're talking about mm. uh, the automotive scene in a little bit too much detail i think let's 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 bring <laughs> let's it back bring it back a before bit. people go who are these really yeah. up themselves yeah bags. that's <laughs> it don't like supercars <laughs> <laughs> um where did it all start from you because um, like you know youtube is a very different thing what yeah. where did your passion come from what was your first car my first car was a Vauxhall Corsa C, 2003 in Ultra Blue. Oh, um, I actually learned to drive in a Corsa C for the main reason that I wanted a Corsa C as a first car. Okay. So the guy that uh, that I did the driving lessons with, he had a twin port 1.2. And I was like, this is the car I want. Couldn't afford one at the time, so I bought the one litre active. Hello. And then, um, yeah, I, I put it on air ride. <laughs> it was, it, it, and I, I did a, the 
I paid twice the amount for the sound system than I did for the car. I love it though. I love it. But I, hey. I have the best driving memories in that car. There you go. It was the best. That was your thing first ever. car. Yeah. That was your thing. It was honestly one of the best things I've ever done. So you were into cars then from a very early stage. You oh yeah. Took I, your test straight away. Seventeenth birthday, like uh, straight. Do you in. know I actually got into bikes. Did you? Um, at 17, well, 16, I got a scooter. Okay. And then it's a 125, did my bike test. Oh, wow. And then at 18, on my 18th, just after my 18th birthday, went and bought an RVF 400, which is a sort of a race bike. It's quite race tuned at the time. Sure. Very uncomfortable to, to ride. Amazing. Um, but yeah, that sort of, through my 18 and then early 19, I was just so into bikes. Wow. Big okay. time. Um, mainly because <clears throat> I had a lot of friends that had 106 GTIs at the time and you know oh it's so fast it's so fast yeah but my bike's as fast okay you, you don't have a car but you know but they were paying four grand for insurance and I was like I can't afford that like, <laughs> what? who can afford that so I sort of like oh, I'll wait until like my 19th birthday and we'll do it but I'm too into bikes anyway to care um unfortunately fortunately came off my bike at one point uh straight down the road and to, wearing to, full leathers Nope. Oh, no. <laughs> I had top levers on. Oh. Jeans that were quite good jeans. They were like bike, oh. biker jeans. But Wear leathers, kids. Wear yeah. leathers. Um, big, big um, boots on. But literally the only part that co- made contact with the road was the part without any leather oh. on it. <laughs> Which says it all. You're like, this was a bad day. Yeah, this jeans. was a bad day. So, uh, But the, the worst part was, okay, you know, you, you, you're right. You know, I was, I was a bit scratched up. But the bike... You couldn't find parts for it. Um, so I spent the next three months rebuilding it, just pulling my hair out, trying to find stuff for it. And I got it back and couldn't ride it. I genuinely couldn't go around corners on the bike. Oh and I was like, God. what do I do now? Yeah. I've, I've lost the love. I've lost I've lost it. Is in you couldn't go through corners because you couldn't find the parts to make the bike turn or you were no, scared? No, I, I was scared. Oh, I was wow. like, I'm going to ruin it. I'm oh, gonna, you lost I'm your gonna, nerve. I, I lost the, the passion, died that day. Wow. And I don't know what it was. It was just, I, I saw the other side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And they do say, you know, it's not um, if, it's when you fall off a bike, which is a shame. Sure. But I'm glad it was at that point at such a low speed for me to go, right, oh my God, I need to do something about this. And... That day killed the bike scene for me. So, and I was modifying my bike, so I was doing so much to oh, them, putting little bits on them and liveries and everything. And yeah, that was I it. had a similar <laughs> bike experience. Oh, I really? will tell you. This was very recent. Now, oh. my bike love uh, is more from afar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I'm terrified. Ooh, yeah. But whenever um, long term views of the channel, we know that I'm lucky enough to go to Bali, Indonesia quite yeah. a few times. And whenever we're there, we get into our bikes, and it's particularly me and my dad. Yeah. So last year, we were like, it's kind of bike adventure. It's been a while. Like, we'll go off and explore. Mm. So off we go, and we, neither of us are that confident on our bikes. And no. we're going on these like little <laughs> dirt tracks, kind of beaten road type things, mm-hmm. bumbling along. And some kids start coming the other way on bicycles, push bikes. And I'm like, guys, move. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to plow into you. This isn't going to go well. <laughs> so I try and kind of like skim past them. Dad's like, I don't know, 100 foot up the road. And I literally just drop the bike. Like, I must be going like five or 10 miles an hour. I dr- I'm basically in a ravine. So no. I'm like tooting the horn to like <laughs> try and get my dad to go. And he's just, he just literally rides off into Slayer. the distance, like into the sunset. <laughs> Not a bloody clue. And I was like, oh my God, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to yeah. me. And at that point, I was like, shorts and a t-shirt. And I was like, cool, bye dad. I'm going to hang yeah. in this ravine for a while. <laughs> I think that's definitely, I'm not going to get a bike when I get back to yeah. London. Because at that point, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go cafe racer. Yeah. Like a custom build. And I was yeah. like, let's stick to cars. I'll end up in a hedge at least, you know, I'll be in a box. Do you know, you say about being in London with a bike, 
I couldn't think of anything oh. worse. Even driving today through London, it's it, they've you know taken the life would, into yeah. their hands all the time. The thing that I think must be most terrifying as a as a even a road cyclist in London is people opening their doors. Yeah, because you oh, know yeah. just you no hit one, that at thirty mile an hour, you're gonna know about it. <laughs> no one looks in their mirror when they no. open doors in London. Yeah, you know when you notice it when you're driving. I'm like. God, as a biker, that must be... So scary. Um, Anyway, okay, fine. So, Mm -hmm. pre-bikes, were your parents into cars? Were your best mates? Like, where did the motoring... Realistically, it came... (laughs) This is going to sound really stupid. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So MTV was up and coming in the the 90s. For sure. And I just saw Dr. Dre going down the road (laughs) in bouncing cars. And I was just like... How is this happening? How, how do I do that? And I, I'm, I'm, I'm nearly, what, eight years old, ten years old, and I'm like, what is this? Yeah, what is yeah, this yeah. witchcraft that's going on down the road? Um, and my love for American stuff came then, and I was like, because you didn't see that in the UK. As an eight-year-old, you're never going to see that sure. sort of stuff. So I was just so hooked on the cool, stupid big V8s, the you know low riders that were bouncing along. And... Um, so much so that I, you know, I, I'd always had little model cars throughout my life, you know, a little bit of a passion, but never anything that really pushed me over the border. Since that point, I used to be in my room cleaning, you know, my little cars wow. with Mr. Sheen wow. polish and like <laughs> just like doing mini car shows. How on can my I get desk an air ride and, for my toys? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it was, it was like that was the first step in the passion. Okay. And then I just used to always like walk past a shop. Oh, I need to, can I have that for my birthday? A little toy car. And it was like, you would put them all together and like, this is my dream garage one day. I'm going to have a Dodge Viper and this and that. Um, so that's how it sort of crept over. Okay. And that's where the big love for American stuff comes because so early on, I was sort of not exposed to it, but wondered what it was all about. And I, I didn't see it until I was, you know, into my teens. And then you saw these American cars and you think, D- people were making this in the 60s? Yeah. Like, what is this? <laughs> You so, know what? Have you been out recently to that whole American scene? Or I'm about to go on Wednesday, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to lose my. I haven't been there in four years. I've oh been a couple of God. times, you know. Oh but I love America and the, yeah. the 
I'm going to say it, the stupidity that comes with the cars. Yes. Just, I've got the biggest passion for something that makes absolutely no sense. So... And they literally yeah. do... I mean, it's this is the thing, to go, to go back to our philosophical uh, yeah. musings earlier <laughs> yeah. on in the podcast, there is a very different scene in America, yeah. and they really are not afraid to hack things apart. Like, mm-hmm. I remember... Uh, last year during... God, that was a year ago now. Vlog Angeles was a year ago. I know, and I loved that series. Oh, you thank, need to do thank, that again. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll pay you five pounds later. Yeah, that's right. But a guy turned up in an old... I think it was a 993 Porsche that mm. he'd hacked apart, made into an RWB, and put a fucking Chevy V8 in it. What? And my I was hero. Like, I mean, you know, every single Porsche person on YouTube is like, what's he Why done? have you done this? But go yeah. you. Like, what yeah. a lad. He was just Too like, right. why not? And they literally, they do do that. They hack apart super cars mm. they heck about classic cars mm. they've obviously got an incredible lineup of things from the 60s of mustangs oh, and yeah. camaros and all that stuff mm. and i i applaud that because yeah. in the uk it definitely does feel like a sort of separation between the sort of you know the affordable japanese cars or the mm. Fiesta, modified fiesta modified courses etc etc and supercars yeah whilst in There's america no... you go to cars and coffee you go to sunday so whatever Everything is together. You can literally have a Carrera GT yeah. parked next to some God knows what creation from yeah. Japan and, and it's everyone like, loves what? it. Yeah. They're all like, oh, this is amazing. They want to know everything. And yeah. I wish we had that open arms welcome. The diverse car scene, which yes. there isn't. Let's you all know, embrace each other. Exactly. Because yeah. here people spit on each other. You know, yeah, like, I know. Like, honestly, that is so true. If I turned up in a McLaren to Simply Japanese, people would be yeah. like, who is oh, this douchebag? So yeah. full of himself. Yeah. Like, oh, good it. luck parking that. Yeah. And the same thing is if somebody turned up in an amazingly, I don't know, whatever, tuned S1. I mean, yeah. I, I, you need to help me here, but exactly. like whatever. Well, if, it, if an old school Skyline came to any... Yeah. You, people one, are, people, it's gonna, it's gonna go people do. wouldn't know the value, probably not what it was yeah. and what history comes with it. The trouble is the people that are driving, you know, certain cars around... Those were developed on that car. Yeah. <laughs> the reason that car exists is because of that car. But it's so, a lack of knowledge and understanding. Yeah, exactly. And I'm fully guilty of that. Like, yeah. so guilty because I definitely, when I was 15 or 16, Max Power was my magazine. Yeah, like, oh, 100%. Cause just visually, I was like, yeah. this stuff is so cool looking. Yeah. And like, I was the same. Cribs, MTV Cribs was my show. Oh, yeah. Show. Like, get to and the like, cars Oh, bit. my yeah. God. You know, oh, pick my ride. Done. All of that yeah. stuff was amazing. But now, because of where YouTube's taken me, my, I say knowledge base, I'm very unknowledgeable still. But at least, at least We're the, all very unknowledgeable, yeah, yeah. don't worry about where that. Where I hang around is supercars, so that's kind yeah. of like what I'm surrounded by. Mm. But doing some of the projects I did last year, and especially my time in America, I was like, God, I would love mm. to understand and experience more your side of things. Exactly. Um, so talking a bit more about Jamie FYD as a channel, as a brand, what have been some of the most successful sort of videos and, and projects that you've done? Well, the most successful video on the channel right now is of a Max Power Days Civic. It okay. was it was built when body kits were big, um, you know, silly wings were big, and um, the car itself, I remember seeing when I was on my scooter at 16, I was like, oh, they were building it at the time. I got so excited about it. It had Lambo doors, hydraulics oh, on it. I love it. it was what so, happened to it, Lambo doors on regular cars? I would, I would put Lambo doors on my Lexus. Yeah, and I'm spinning rims, right? Yeah. Spinning rims. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. We're there. Because yeah. I'm sad. And, <laughs> but I, I, I remember seeing it, and my, one of my friends was like, you never guess what I've found for sale. And he showed me the picture, and it was the same car, six years on, that had just been sat. It never got finished. It never, you know, saw the light of day. Sure. And you need to watch the video to realise that, oh my God, that was what it was like back then. And I, we, we sort of went to buy it because he wanted it to, to, to part it out, whatever he was going to do with it. And I got there and I was like, 
oh my god, it's like ten years since yeah. I've seen this car, and <laughs> it looks the same. And I still got the. It wow. still it brought back that excitement, excitement of seeing like that's got Lamborghini doors on it, yeah, and like yeah. you know the childishness of, of you. Um, and I, I saw it. And we made a video of it, and I didn't really. It was more of an on the spot video, but the the passion was there the passion for cars was there the passion for that certain car was there um going back you know 10 years or so and people just got on board with it straight away and they were like oh someone needs to recreate that you know as a 90s build and stuff so oh, i've never seen that before oh what people did this back then and it's like yeah people did that and like people paid a lot of money for doing that as well. like, a lot of money. This, this car had like 24 inch monitors and stuff like it was a full-on pimp my ride build it just was never finished and the car itself now has actually been sold as a whole and gone on to someone else. So wow. I'm trying to grab the car again okay. to, you know, show the next stage of its life, really, because I don't think it should be parted out. It should come back as like some sort of weird creation, but like in the, the you know, 2000s yeah, way. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but still have the stupid Lambo doors. Yeah, of course. Like Never get rid of the Lambo yeah. doors, I think. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the, the most shocking... Phenomenal biggest sort of thing we've done um because it was so against the norm it wasn't it wasn't it was it wasn't anything i'd ever put on the channel sure and i was still a bit like oh you know we'll go along we'll see what it's like and people just like oh, i remember these in the oh, i remember that oh my mate had this and yeah, I know, it yeah, was like yeah. it was bringing back memories for people which was really cool um so a lot of people got on board with that video um the other stuff is obviously the the, the ford scene um no one had really tapped into it i don't think um and we did the first real um sort of not exposure, you know. A lot of people knew this car existed, but um, it was it was a, a Focus RS Mark II, six hundred and seventy brake through the front wheels. People lost their minds. Yeah. Oh, this cannot do, <laughs> do you this. What? what are you on about? Honestly, yeah. I remember obviously when you first came the channel. I think you just done that video, yeah, so I logged literally. on. That was probably probably the first one I watched. And mm. earlier this year at the Autosport International it show, was there. yeah, it was there. You were there, and as I was walking around, people were buzzing around your stand, and I heard. Like probably three people go, oh, that's that guy who filmed the uh, the Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like yeah. honestly, people know you yeah. from that video now. But it's amazing. The, do you know the car itself had only ever seen the internet via pictures in like thirty second videos sure. until someone actually sat in it and drove it and exposed it for what it was. People didn't know it was really a thing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. people just lost their minds that people were doing that and. Now, like a year on since we've 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 done that, people are you know doing seven, eight. You know, there's been a thousand brake horsepower oh. Focus RS now. Yes, through the front oh. wheels, but it's like people are pushing that envelope. And you know, I think that that video really cemented for what I was doing as like something a little bit different. But it was stuff that people had seen a picture of and you know claimed brake horsepower, but never really got a sense as to the bangs that come out the back of it, the driving experience that it was being in that car. Um, so it was really nice for me to, you know, once it was finished, we literally drove it out of his house the day he got it back. Wow. And it was like, it wow. was such a raw experience. I just threw the camera in and people were like, oh, this is amazing. This is amazing. And it just went up the, yeah. you know, up yeah. the, 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 the views and stuff because it was something that was quite natural. There was no force into it. There was no planning in either. And we were literally seeing how this car went for the wow. very first time. And it was like breaking an envelope as to what was going on and stuff. But it was like, it was so cool because of that. And it comes um, across because it, it, I think as you touched upon before with the Civic and the Lambo doors, yeah, the passion, you know, that's the biggest thing with YouTube. I yeah. always say, you know, a lot of people now, and I think especially the younger audience, mm. just want to be YouTubers. Yes. And I keep yeah. saying, and I, I, I keep saying, don't, don't, 
be a YouTuber. Yeah. Things like you're passionate about. Yeah. Things like, you know, fair enough if you don't necessarily want to be a video maker, you yeah. want to present something. Or, but what are you passionate about? And it can be anything. It can be bloody butterflies. It can be yeah. trees. It can be whatever you want. Yeah. There will be an audience. But mm. also, if you're passionate, it will be engaging content. Exactly. There is nothing worse. And especially, let's bring it back to our philosophical music. Because I really like philosophical <laughs> yeah. music with you, Jamie. Um, is... Don't if you're not into supercars, if you haven't mm. got access to supercars, if it's not your world, don't force yourself. Don't try and chase. Don't them. try and chase. Don't yeah. come to Sloan Street and yeah. don't you know? Don't do what a thousand people are already doing. Because unfortunately, there is a load yeah. of other people doing it, and it's maybe your granddad has a Land Rover Defender on a farm yeah. somewhere, or yeah. you know, maybe you're into tractors or yeah. whatever it but might be. But just put that on the internet because you never know what might you happen. You never know. You're around it. You've yeah. got knowledge. You've got experience, and hopefully, there'll be some kind of passion about it. And mm. and that's the biggest thing. The amount of messages I get saying, "Oh, I wish I could do a road trip like this, but I haven't got a supercar." Or you don't like, have to have a supercar. No. You don't have no, to. No, like, you yeah, know, honestly. Get something cold and crappy and do it. It would be a laugh. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, as I say, I'm a hypocrite, but I think, you know, I will always spend all the money I have on cars. I yeah. will always do it. And always. so th- and so therefore, I'm fortunate enough where at the moment, and I say at the moment because God knows what's going to happen in six months, I'll be yeah. bankrupt and <laughs> yeah, calling you up for that Lambo's door cars. Civic. Yeah, 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 that's it. I've got broken cars. Oh, yeah, exactly. The Ferrari's on fire again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again for this week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so you know, I'm always going to do that. And so that I've been fortunate enough to get into some supercars yeah um but i think it's very important to focus on things you're passionate about, and that's what mm. came across in that focus video particularly yeah is the it really felt like there. you were like what is this yeah. what am what i experiencing and that was so yeah. exciting to to yeah. see um so how do you go about how do you find cars to film because that's a big thing that i struggle with yeah how do you find these modified cars do you to know film? i i think for what you do um, the, the, the higher level um, and some of the stuff that I've done the higher level cars the more you know expensive cars they are a lot harder to you know get on to video um, a lot of my stuff is is passionate people that want to show their cars off or are going to um, see that I've done a video of a certain car and they'll come back and say here I've got one that's twice that power or I've got one that looks like this or blah blah so for me people I encourage people to come to me and show me what you've got and I won't pick and choose as to what I want. It's what I, if you've got something so ridiculous and someone comes out with something so ridiculous, like literally yesterday, I was talking to a guy with a 300 brake horsepower Lupo. <laughs> what is that? That I want to see. Yeah, exactly. That, please send me the link when but, you film yeah, that. I, I want to see that. Like, yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. I want to experience what that's like because it shouldn't be. The, the Lupo ever, only ever came out as a GTI with 125 oh. brake horsepower. So it's not even double. It's more like triple the brake horsepower. It. I love it. So... It's a homebrew build. He did it on his driveway, and it's like, yeah, we need to do this. That is that is so exciting. Let's do something with it. So the broad like spectrum sort of stuff usually comes to me because they've finished the build okay. or they want to. Here, I've done this engine swap, or I've done this to my car. Um, a lot of the um, really different stuff I stumble across. Someone at a meet says, "Here, do you want to have a look at my car?" And the, the, literally, the third biggest ranking. Um, video is a supercharged Civic again okay. but literally I was at a car meet he said hey, can I show you my car walked up to it completely standard but a huge intercooler on the front and I'm what? like what is this yeah, so what's going on? and he's like oh it's uh, 435 brake horsepower and it's like can we go up the road in that? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god, that I need to put it. Yeah. yeah. So you know that I do stumble across these cars that people not necessarily would ever publicise as having or doing bits too. Okay. But then you get an insight because of you know the certain other cars you've done 
that this car exists and then they come over to you and say oh wow. you know come and have wow. a look at this and I'm like oh my god right throw a camera in it let's go down the road <laughs> so you know stumbling okay. across stuff because you meet such awesome people in car events and you know certain places is the bit I love about it um, going to car events especially you get the biggest broadest spectrum of cars and you know you will find one that you think that needs to be I have to say yeah and I think that's across the board even in whatever sort of world sports cars supercars modified cars car meets are a fantastic place to go and meet other passionate people who have great cars and you know some people keep themselves to themselves but in general everyone's there for a reason they want to talk about cars they want to either show off their cars or check out others so Mm. I do yeah definitely if you guys can get down to car meets and Mm. they happen all over the UK now it is getting better and better Uh, we're not quite I don't think at at the Americans level at least West Coast Americans level. They are on another level. Uh, car meets, they really nail that. Um, but we're, we're getting there. Um, so if any of my listeners want to get in touch, if they've got a car they think might be appropriate, have you got, should they just come and yeah. find you on Instagram? So, or? Uh, Instagram, um, okay. I've actually got a Facebook page as well. Um, it's Jamie you FYD on everything. Yeah, you okay. can actually add a friend and we can interact and chat on there if you want to. You know, I, I'm very passionate about um, chatting to the people that watch my stuff I want to I, I literally spend most of my time on my phone on social media chatting okay. um, getting back to all the Instagram and you know um, the Snapchats as well trying to get back to every single one of them because um, you put me in this situation you put me in this sort of um, limelight to show you guys what this is like I really want to then give back give to back. you and just just say hello and just Amazing. you know um, that's why I go to most car events I don't really film them I just put the camera in my pocket and walk around and chat to people because yeah. I want to know you know YouTube's a funny place where the view sh- oh it's this is many you look at views, numbers don't you but you look at numbers. I want to know the people behind that and what you own like what yeah. do you own and yeah. you know we sit and chat about what you're going to do next to your car what have you got what you know what's going on with you know your passion um, I do feel a lot of people get um, you know involved in mundane jobs just to support their car addiction yeah yeah i'm i'm the same until you know this sort of started i was the same sort of thing i worked so hard to try and get what i wanted car wise um so you want to show those cars off you want to be you know your your passion is there push towards that passion with other people because you will see that you know maybe you're doing this to your car but you'll respect someone else for doing a certain way and you'll think oh maybe next year i could build one of those and you know there's there's a cool factor behind all that i think we're all in the same sort of sector as you know chasing that dream build or you know dream car to then build or you know whatever it is whether it's even just putting some wheels on it mm-hmm. that's still something that you really want and you'll work towards um and i try and push that you know fyd follow your dreams that's what it's all about hello hello little link there um <laughs> but that's that's the the pushing it rather than you know cramming it down people's necks you know just go out and support your car addiction in the best way and work hard towards it for that's sure the best hard way. work is the is the biggest thing that's and um okay perfect so there you go guys if you i mean if you want to check out jamie anyway jamie fyd across all the different social platforms but if you think you've got a car or projects or something you're working on that might be up a street get in touch and you never know you could have a video for featured on his channel and speaking of video something we are still working on behind the scenes Mm -hmm. is to try and do some kind of supercar modified car head-to-head aren't we i think it may feel more appropriate now with the incoming manual 360 yeah because in terms of you know performance power and i think i like the idea of 
what can a early noughties Ferrari do, do against, against an yeah. early noughties whatever? You yeah. know, I mean, I, I, and so this is the big question because pricing anyway so this is this is the plan we're working on it behind the scenes it's not yep. going to happen overnight no. um, but something we've been talking about for a while so hopefully keep tuned across both of our channels and that will happen at some point and fingers crossed i can bring something to the table that's my own car oh. that then i can chase you down oh. a road with that will be youtube gold <laughs> YouTube <laughs> would gold. yeah so okay i have an incoming car <gasps> two cars <gasps> so only oh. because my little MX-5 got written off the other day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we won't talk about that. Uh, thank you to the person that wrote it off. And I don't know who even know who you are. But basically, I want to get a new daily driver that's going to be slightly exciting, but do the brunt of the mileage. Okay. And then do something that's really a B-road basher, there. extreme, crazy, yeah, stupid. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh. So oh, it's exciting. whatever it is, yeah, bring I, don't, it. I, 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 don't, I don't know what it is yet. But whatever it is, I'll come and chase you with okay. it. Amazing. <laughs> Mate, thank you so much. I'm so glad we finally managed I to do this because we have been talking much. about it and planning it for ages. Um, I really hope you guys listening have uh, enjoyed getting to meet Jamie. As I say, I'm a big fan of his work. I please implore you to go and check out everything he's doing online. Um, and make sure you're subscribing to the to the podcast, Behind the Glass. Uh, obviously, we are on soundcloud.com forward slash seen through glass uh, on iTunes. And I, I do tell you, I am still working on getting us on the other platforms too. Like <laughs> one saying, day, one, one day. One day we'll be everywhere. But yeah. for now, uh, yeah, make sure you're you're following, subscribing for um, the next episodes, which should be coming uh, in about a week's time. So yeah, thanks again, mate. Thank you very much. Catch guys. up with you soon. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.